The business of radio is changing. Technology has made it so that just about anyone can start a station with access to the internet and a few bucks. And there's another advance in broadcasting technology. You're listening to it right now. Podcasts are radio programs on demand that you can listen to anytime, anywhere. There are so many that it seems like anyone with a pulse and a voice has one. These things and more are changing radio. My guests, John Parenti and John Botello, talk about what that means for the future of broadcasting and for students interested in getting into the business. This is the Words with Wizards podcast, your look at the world through the lens of West Warwick High School. It's where we talk to interesting people, visit cool places, and sometimes hit on a big story. And at the end of it all, you'll learn a little more about what's going on in the land of the orange and black. And now, here's your host. A man who took a selfie to commemorate the first time he bought toilet paper during the pandemic. Mr. Eric White. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is episode 18, and today is Thursday, May 13th, 2021. And this is part two of my interview with local radio icons John Parenti and John Johnny Boots Botello. As the conversation went on, we turned our focus to the partnership between West Warwick High School TV and I-105.5 FM and AM 1450, and its potential for growth in the future. We also talked about the changes in broadcasting that have made the business a very different one than when these two men entered it many years ago. If you missed part one of this interview, you might want to go back to episode 17 and listen to that first. Bringing, uh, I think one of the things too, and I get a kick out of this, and I don't know if the, the kids at Wizards TV, I think they appreciate it, but they can't appreciate it as much as I do. Like you'll have Brian Lynch there or Riley Maynard and, and start this joke, and it's the running joke throughout the whole broadcast. You mentioned <laughs> you mentioned Lyndon Baines Johnson, and you asked Riley. That lasted four weeks. That wasn't yeah, just that was one four, game. Yeah, I mean, that was a running marathon running joke, you know? And uh, and and then you're asking him a question on the air about LBJ, and you don't look it up on Google, you know. <laughs> and and he's he's a good sport about it, and that chemistry breaks through with us, uh, with us too. And I think it it, it just works. Let it, me, uh, it needs to be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it needs to be fun. We can't be serious all the time, especially in a broadcast, especially a high school basketball oh, yeah. game. Just it's serious. But we want to make it serious fun. We have yeah. friends. That we, we, t- we talked about this the other night. We were walking into Smithfield, and I said to him, I said, let's count. How, how, who else does local sports on the radio in this state other than John and I? And then mm-hmm. we said our friend Ken Collins down in Westerly, our yep. sister station. Bob we, Angel in Newport. Yeah, Bob Angel in Newport. I don't know who the play-by-play guys up are in one socket at Wound, W-O-O-N. They change. They change and stuff yeah. like that. But you can count them on one hand. Yeah, you yep. count yep. them on one hand. And, yep. and, and we have fun with Kenny. When Kenny comes down, or we go up with Kenny, either yep. do a, a network game of basketball or football. And, and we have fun with them. And and I think it, it 
I don't know, hearing a different broadcaster in a different area is fun. And then we, we still bring our shtick together. We yeah. still bring it to another station, yeah. WBLQ. And, uh, they, you know, I joke with them, and they, they, they take it in stride and stuff like that. And that's uh, – I kind of, like, break the monotony. I that's, think that's what I try to that's do. That's fantastic. And I wonder how how many other partnerships there are, like – with West Warwick High School and a radio station. I don't know of any. I speak Anna. highly of Wizards TV. We talk about it all the time. We bring, well, it, thank you. we bring it to other towns, and you got to see the broadcast that we do. And I say it looks like ESPN is uh, on TV. and yeah. we just provide Erica really is the envy of the state. It really oh, is. Wow. It really is. Yeah, it thank really you. is. Thank you. Um, Smithfield said to us, we were joking with the fans in Smithfield while we were on the radio, and they said, oh, are you on TV? I said, not really. I said, we just kind of do this thing. And, and they said, well, how long have you guys been doing this together? I said, well, I've been with him for about 35 years now, you know, on and off for 35 years, consistently now for five, but uh, on and off for 35 years. Yeah. And, I said, you, and I said to one of the fans, I think he was on the radio, I shut my mic off, I said, you should see what they do down in West Warwick. I said, they have a full-fledged TV crew come out with a production company, and they, they, they broadcast and they're looking, how can we do that? I said, well, uh, contact Westward. Yes, contact <laughs> us, and we're... Call uh, Eric White. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, other uh, than Westerly, Westerly does it. Westerly, we, they do, a separate company does it, but our radio station's starting to do a little bit of it. Nothing like nothing to, no, the, yeah, guess, to yeah. the production you guys and do. And East Greenwich does it, but it pales in comparison to what we've got going on. Uh, and I'm not awesome. to badmouth, what do they call that service you have here? Oh, NFHS. NFHS. And, and you blow them away. Yeah, and yeah. we've had a couple of parents come up to us saying, hey, we love when West Warwick does the games because when NFHS does it, yeah. there's nothing there. We just look at two yeah. teams go back and forth across yeah, the screen, I, and we have to pay for it. Yeah. And there's there's potential there. Thank you. That, that's that's very nice. And I, I think there's potential to work together. You know, if you, if if there's a school that has NFHS but they don't have any other equipment, but they can patch sound in there, some kids can get experience you doing play by play. Did you do color. that for NFHS? Did that in North Kingstown? I, last year. I did yeah. that. Yeah, I did that in North Kingstown too, and and it worked out very well. They have. They have. If I had half of their equipment up here that they have it down in North Kingstown, they've been. Uh, Why they have equipment down there? Oh, <laughs> dude, I don't. I've never. I've only did. We've done one game there on the radio. They and have, that was a network game. My my stepson uh, graduated. My stepson and stepdaughter graduated from North Kingstown. I lived down there for years, but uh, their basketball coach, Aaron Thomas. Aaron Thomas started this program about 20, 20 plus years ago. Started off teaching history. Has a broadcast studio. I mean, it it's beautiful. They don't live stream like us, and they have NFHS, but they've got the equipment. This guy has built that program up over the years, and I want to pick his brain a little bit because, uh, I mean, he went. Now, that's all he teaches, and he has another teacher or two helping him teach other courses, and I don't know if they have a pathway or not. I'm, I'm not surprised sure. they don't have a pathway for that amount of, of equipment. You, and they have a real studio. When the, the new school got built... 2005, uh, 2001 is when, it was, yes, when it, was. it was done. Yeah. And, um, you know, so he had already been doing it before then, so then they had the studio included with the plans for the new school. And, you know, it's it, it's something else. It's quite something. But I think what we, we do a lot with a little, and we're getting more. We've got a couple of production switchers right in those black boxes there that... Uh, that are uh, professional quality, and uh, we have to four, catch them. John, we got to put makeup on. They're going to have 4K cameras. That's an, we're going to put makeup on now. We don't want to see any blemishes. <laughs> I'm too old for blemishes. My, my greasy forehead's going to bl- you know blind everybody. Powder. Let, let me yeah. Let me ask you this. I got a couple more questions, guys. 
Now, this year with COVID, fans weren't allowed to go to games, and there's still a limited amount of fans that can go to games. So now what we were doing together, what we are doing together became that much more important. We have been doing this since 2019, since we, we did our first football game. And I, I look back at that recently when you guys interviewed me and, and gave, gave me a shameless plug, and that was great. Uh, gave the program a shameless plug. And now... Oops. Sorry, that's me. Oh, okay. That's me. I, I think I have that button, so I was confused. <laughs> um, the, uh, so now this year, how much more important was that people couldn't see their kids play unless they listened to and or watch us? What do you think of that? The feedback has been nothing like I've ever seen before. I think if you go back to a couple of our broadcasts, whether it be with Wizards TV or if we were doing a Coventry game, um, if something were to happen, I think people watching at home said, hey, they lost the audio. Hey, they lost the video. <laughs> I think a couple of times I looked at you and remember oh, that, stream. One, that yeah. one stream we had lost. I was getting text messages. Yeah. And I was getting, I was getting uh, compliments being texted while we're doing the game. Hey, guys, you're doing a great job. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Parents were getting together at people's houses and actually watching the stream on a TV, watching the girls. We did a lot of girls' games this year, we which did. I enjoyed immensely. That was a great time doing both boys and girls. And uh, but I used to get a lot of compliments. I still do. And uh, even with football, even with football, even though yeah. team, you know, some parents are allowed to come back. People yeah. aren't coming back all that much, but we're still getting compliments. And I think it's, uh, I think it's going to. Uh, what do you call? What do you? And for both to? schools involved, I might add. Yeah. You know, if Westworks playing Barrington, we're getting calls from and letters and emails from Barrington people. Yeah. I think they're generally surprised at the quality of the audio and the video that goes along with it. You know and. That's the way you do it. Yeah, you don't. You're gonna do something, do it right. And um, you know, having you guys there, learning from you, and uh, and the support. But we learn from each other, though. I gotta yeah. say, because I I I had never done TV broadcasting play by play. He, I guess you have. I haven't done much of it at all. Um, I don't know how much TV you have done. I am so fascinated by the way it's produced, having never been really engaged the way I have been, especially in the last year or so. Yeah. You know, I'm used to the radio thing. I'm used to I'm used to going to a to a stadium or a or a field and putting telephone lines together yeah. and trying to broadcast <laughs> through a telephone line. Exactly. I'm a dinosaur when it comes to that stuff. Oh, when I watch Boots go through what he goes through for our broadcast now, when I watch what you people do, I was his TV. It's it's fascinating. Um, thank you, and it's, it's thank God for YouTube because if we had to have our own transmitter, uh, you know, do it like that, that that would just be extremely expensive. And you know, uh, YouTube gives everybody oh, uh, yeah. a, a forum to get out there in a in a in a pretty good way and in, in a high quality way. It depends. You're as good as your equipment and your effort. COVID. What changes do you think will stick, and what will go? As far as how athletics That's are run. That's a good question. I think you're going to see masks for a couple more years, and that's from last night. I don't know if you watched uh, the Channel 10 town hall meeting with Governor McKee. Uh, I did. Um, And the one thing that he says that may stick for a while, I mean, he did say we're going to get back to proms and and graduation is going to happen. But he did say one thing, masks are going to be around for a while. How far that mask mandate is going to go, I don't know. I don't. I can't see it affecting the sports long term. Do you? I don't. 
Long term, no. Short term, definitely. Another year. And I think you'll see uh, precautions, sanitary precautions. You know, the the wiping of of the uh, of the apparatus, the balls and the bats, etc. And uh, from a broadcasting standpoint, and we haven't been affected by this yet, but our sister station has been affected by it twice. We've been lucky. Uh, we've done two games or three games. We did three three games. Situate. Coventry, okay, situate, and then we, yeah. So we've done three games. We did the one with you in Situate, where we there was no press box there, but we were allowed to be in the stands at somewhat of a fifty-yard line. We did a Coventry game uh, with our sister station, so it was a network game. It was three radio stations, four radio stations, all at once. We were able to be in the in the press box. Coventry allowed us in the press box. And then we just did a uh, Smithfield game with Coventry. We weren't allowed in the press box, only because the press box was probably about two by two. There wasn't enough room for the, the, the scorekeeper, the, the time clock. So yeah. we sat right in front of them, which was fine, 50-yard line, perfect. Yeah. We were there with the fans. I mean, yeah. we were sitting elbow to elbow. There was yeah. no basically, social, basically yeah. elbow to elbow, and I was able to talk to them, which was fun. Yeah. They were able to hear what we were saying. We were laughing. Our sister station, unfortunately, maybe it's just a southern Rhode Island thing, and I'm not bashing anybody for it. <clears throat> They've done... Two games on their own. The first game was with us. They'd done two games. They'd been sitting in the end zone. And not just the end zone. We're talking the corner of the end zone. Corner of the end zone. Wow. So they are able to develop sight lines, know what yard line people are on, who's carrying the ball behind an offensive line or an offensive line, a defensive line, hmm. and a defensive secondary. Wow. That's going to be impossible for I us. I don't know how you and can do so that. I don't understand. So I think hopefully going forward, and I, and I, this is where I was leading up to, going forward, next year when we get back to somewhat more of a normalcy, we're, we're allowed in the press boxes. We're allowed to do what we were doing pre-COVID. And I yeah. hope they can get it too. And I said, and, and he was in the car. We called our boss down there in Wesley when we saw where they were sitting. I said, what are you doing? I said, why can't you sit in the stands? At least put the two broadcasts in the stands like we yeah. did in Situate. If you yeah. don't want to be in the press box and you're too close, and Wesley's yeah. got the best press box in the state yeah. by none, he says they won't allow us. I said, even well. in the stands, socially distanced, just put you guys, even if you sat in the corner of the stand, you're still, yeah. you're still in a portrait, uh, a landscape. You know, yeah. you're in a landscape as, as, as opposed to a portrait look, looking up the field. Yeah. They wouldn't let them do it. And that's twice. Wow. They did it in Charahoe, and they did it in Wesley. Had to sit in the end zone of yeah. one of the sides. We'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Local Music Watch New England. They specialize in bringing attention and support to the local live music scene. Based in West Warwick and Warwick, their goal is to make people aware of the local bands and venues that host these shows to show support of local musicians. With weekly schedules of live music performances across Rhode Island and other parts of New England, it's hard not to check them out. If you're interested in what they do, you can find them on Facebook at Local Music Watch New England or at lmwne.webador.com. I, I think, you know... Um you know, one of the things about broadcasting at this level is, you know, I, I think some organizations get it and other organizations are don't get it. And, you know, it, and it just in this environment, it's best to put the media. I mean, we're not talking about a lot. They probably have a crew of two or three or whatever. Two, two. There's three two, of us, th- just th- like that we have here. Three. And you know, you go there, and the 
that's getting the word out to to the people who can't be there and that's I think there's sometimes I mean I, I had a there was a soccer game once and a girls soccer game we covered and one of the officials decided okay we're ready we're going to start the game early and the coach the coach told me oh yeah they're going to start the game early and I'm like pulling my hair out I'm like we we're not supposed to be on till six and you've got tv here you know it wasn't his fault. He's not used to being on. They're not used to being on TV, you know. So that, we noticed that as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So it's like, no, you don't start ten minutes early because you want to get out of here early. I can understand that, but you know, check with the TV for. I think that's going to be. If I can put something in there, that's going to be one thing that'll change. I think more people will do what we do. I'd love to have more high schools doing this so that we can form an organization and compete against each other and hand out some awards for doing this, you know? I'd like to see at least the Interscholastic League and the officials organization to get on board when they see a group of us there and say, okay, even if you get a, a subcommittee, together to discuss it and say hey listen guys if you see a tv station or uh, a radio station there, there's enough of us there's four of there's yeah. four radio stations that do this yeah there's an underappreciation at the grassroots level for what we do yeah it's nobody's fault but they don't understand the nuances like start times like having an adequate time to do a pregame show mm. we try to get on at quarter of a seven o'clock game six quarter of yeah. seven we try to get on at six yeah. forty-five. yeah it's 6.52, and we're up against it with the pregame show because the game's about to start. Yeah. We need the person, like in the NFL, with the, with the fluorescent gloves, you know, the, with, for the TV timeout. I, I'm, I'm half joking, but I'm half serious. And I think it could happen. I think it will happen as, as, as we get in each other's way more going down, going down the line. I'd like to see, you know, more, more collaboration and also... Why not put a GoPro, uh, a GoPro on the goalposts and things like that. all these things we want to try, which you can't do now because the Interscholastic League, and rightly so, they need to investigate things like that before they just let you put cameras anywhere or drones or anything like that. I just want the timing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about camera angles. I'm I, want the, I want the timing. I want a couple of times we had basketball games. You knew a couple of the officials, so they'd be giving the ball out in front of us, and you'd say, hey, "Back here from the radio," and John would say, "Hey, we're back. Okay, we stop the game." Yeah, and that was perfect. That was yeah. awesome. Why can't a subcommittee talk about that going forward with the Interscholastic League and the officials organization? Just to kind of say, hey, when the officials get there, just say, kind of, hey, hey, we're here tonight. Can you guys just... I can give you the short answer for that. What? It's one more thing for them to think about that they really don't have to think about. They're officiating a basketball game. How much of a thinking can they be done? Think think football. Hey, Hey, guys, you know what? We get the parents... To tell them, if you when you if you get the parents right. to, to 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 get up in arms about it and to and to say something, then that gets stuff done. Football's yeah. a little difficult. Yes, I yeah. will agree with you there. Being a, so far away from the action, yeah. uh, but basketball's not basketball. They're standing in front of you. Sometimes the ball ends up in our laps. You know what I'm saying? No, basket, yeah. basketball really is the, not the problem. No, it's football. Football, hockey's a problem. <laughs> I said to you the other night. This is a funny story. Know, if they go into a timeout, I usually can fit a 30 second ad in. Okay, yeah. I can fit a 30 second ad in. Usually, by the time we come back from that 30 second ad, even like a like a 39 second ad, sometimes they're not exactly 30s. Yeah, we'll be back, and the team will just to be able ready to hike the ball. Last week at the, in Smithfield, I do a 30 second ad, 35 second ad. I come back, they're still in timeout. I'm going, all right, somebody's miscalculating their watches because that yeah. was like a 35 second ad, and usually they're back on the field ready to go, and we're we're up against it, and he's behind the behind the eight ball trying to call the play or yeah. or yeah. recapping a play that we missed yeah. because we went over with a 35 second ad. And this year we had we had the the quarters. They were going to go to quarters anyway, but I guess that 
this facilitated them. And now that everything is shorter, the time, uh, the halftime is shorter, and that kind of messed us up at, at the beginning. Yeah, there was supposed to be a two and a half minute long gap in between, quarters. between quarters. If that happened more than three times this season, I'd be shy exactly. because they, we would come out of a thirty, and they'd be ready to start the next quarter. Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, I mean. For, for your advertisers, it's not good. And uh, and I think, you know, the message here is just to uh, have some coordination. And I, I think it'll happen, hopefully sooner rather than later before, you know. But you, ju- you, just pick, you just hit another nerve. Advertisers. The way the community has come out to support us in our efforts this year has been sensational. Without yeah. them, we don't do as many games as we did. We did 26 games in 39 days this year yeah. during the basketball and we season. were right. We were there for uh, almost 20 of them yeah. with you. Uh, and uh, my wife forgot what I looked like. But other than that, it you know, it, you're right. And we, we had uh, the commu- some community support as well. I'm not much of an ad salesman. But we, we have, <laughs> we've have had some advertisers and people come out and support. And uh, that's, that's a great point, John, that, uh, you know, this is – you know the local businesses, the local local people are where it's at, and, and there were dividends too because they realized that we were speaking to a captive audience. If somebody wanted to see their their child, their grandchild, their niece, nephew, cousin, friend, whatever, yeah. they had to turn on uh, had to turn it to us. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully that carries forward. I mean, we started doing this in 2019 because I thought there was a market for it because not everybody can get to the games. There's a lot of people. Who will tune in? Who did tune in to to hear and and, and see us? Because they couldn't get there. Do you so. do your analytics? Do you do, you yes. do your analytics on YouTube to see who, yes. how many of wordless we're watching it live, and then yes. go back and watch rewatch it afterwards? Yes, the 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 numbers go way up when you rewatch with the yeah. rewatching. I mean, we'll have you might have a hundred people watching your average football game this year. Basketball, you'd have between seventy five and a hundred at one time mm. live watching. And then you'd pass five, six hundred easily with boys and girls. One of the boys' games had two thousand before all was said and done. Uh, I mean, it's it's just amazing. We had that, that's, that's the beauty of archiving games. Yeah, I archive all your games onto our podcast page. Awesome. But you know, I'll go back and I'll, I'll occasionally I'll go back and I'll look at the analytics of the app because we can't obviously analyze what's happening over the airwaves. But yeah. I can go back and look at the app, and 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 it was way up. Yeah. On you know. Out of the, out of, you know, 40, 50 people listening on the app, which is unusual for us, you know, yeah. for a classic rock station to be having 40, 50 people listening at one time on yeah, the app. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. <clears throat> So, but, yeah, it was, it, I can tell you this, for, for your YouTube channel, because I run the YouTube channel for the town of West Warwick yep. in all the public meetings, you by far are the number one. If there was Nielsen ratings in West Warwick, you'd be number one because nobody watches on YouTube the town council meetings, the board of canvases meetings, except one guy over there. People just do. the other night. It happened the other night. He's the yeah. only one watching on YouTube or on, on, on online. In my former life as a newspaper reporter, I was at those meetings. <laughs> For yeah, I was a reporter for eleven years, a reporter and editor for eleven years, and that's where the that's where the important work gets done. But when you've seen the fifth person stand up to say the same thing that the four people ahead of them have for already said for twenty minutes, because freedom of speech, great, and it's you know ten o'clock at night, public <laughs> comment at the end of the meeting, <laughs> and you want to go home. It's what America's about, but it doesn't mean that 
I have to be there. Exactly. For it. <laughs> well, I produce it for the town of Westbrook, and I tell you, they are monotonous and boring. And, oh, you. my goodness that's gracious. What, that, that's why journalism is so important, because most people are not going to watch that, and you need you know, your Kent County Times, your, your local uh, radio stations and, and TV stations to go to those meetings and bring out of them what the people need to know, because that's where stuff is happening. And it's sandwiched in between the boring stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, you're, you know right. you're absolutely right. And, and but uh, yeah, I, if so, I, hopefully none of the none of the town council people give me a dirty look because I'm getting better ratings than them or anything <laughs> like that. But you know, <laughs> you definitely way. are <laughs> more <laughs> listeners. That's for sure. They, they, uh, I, I would think they would expect that. Like, hey, you're good. You're beating us. You know, we had six people the other night. It was great. Um, School committee's out waiting for you, Eric. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> The um, <laughs> I would watch out in the parking lot after the show. Uh, let me ask you just this one last question because you know we have the media broadcasting and journalism pathway here. One of the uh, functions of that is to get kids experience and get them involved in careers that have to do with uh, journalism, broadcasting, marketing, communications, and related fields. What message do you have for any young people who want to do? broadcasting or sports broadcasting as a career today get hands-on experience and training as much as you can as often as you can and wherever you can be like i was be a pain in the neck and i know we don't offer many interns at our radio we have one right now he's a great kid we put him on the radio the other day he did pretty good too yeah. actually he's a he's our statistician let him call a play yeah we let him call you a never, play you never knew i was there <laughs> yeah um you know we have one we have one intern now and, and the unfortunate part and i'm going to say this and, and and technology has hurt it and and i think john can agree with me because when i was interning at, at wkri uh you know you had the erase the cart so the, the tape you know the tapes, and you had to record the mus- uh, record the uh, traffic reports for the disc jockey. You had to uh, get the the weather from Steve Cascione, who was our meteorologist at the time, and I had to record, you know, his next four forecasts that were going to play until the next day when he re-recorded it. Run um, across the street to get the Kent County Times yeah, to make sure that they weren't scooping us. On yes, something. yeah, go get the Kent County Times. Um, you know, there was a lot to do in radio back then to keep it fresh, to keep it new, and you needed the intern. Uh, to keep help the jock or help the news guy in the newsroom. Uh, we had AP Wire back then, which was like a teletype. And you remember that, Eric. And, yep. uh, you know, if anybody's listening who doesn't know what a teletype is, Google it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, in Rip and Read. And, and I'm so sure. mad you just said that. <laughs> what? Rip and Read? No. Uh, Google it. <laughs> Google a teletype. <laughs> you have a way of making me feel old. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, but nowadays there isn't any of that. Because... A lot of radio is automated. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not telling you anything that yeah. nobody already knows. A lot of radio is automated. Uh, you know, there are no need for, uh, you know, a guy. Here's an example. and uh, is it, no, There's no secret. I do a show every afternoon at WBLQ. It's a lunch hour show. It's called Lunch with Boots. It's an 80s retro show. Okay, I record it every morning. I put it into the computer system. I upload it into their computer system, and guess what? It plays at 12.15 and goes off the air at 1 o'clock. It sounds like I'm live in the studio, but I'm not. And that's what's hurting this industry, and that's what really frustrates me. And sometimes the frustration comes through. That's why I take pride and, and love what I do when John and I go on the field and I, on, the, on the court or on the field and we get to do something live. I have a board in front of me. I got microphones on. I get to yeah. be creative. Yeah. 
and that's why I love live sports because you can't be cre- you can be creative. And and, and, and and for these interns who want to be interns, find someplace. Find yeah. a radio station in the area. I know we're the only one in this area, but we don't yeah. have many interns, if any. Yeah. Like I said, we got one now. Yeah. Go pester WBOQ in Westerly. I'm sure DePaulo would love to have some free free labor. Or go mm-hmm. to or, or if you can, go to One Socket and go see Dave Richards up in One Socket. Yeah. And go see Woon. Yeah. Um that's that's where that's where the crutch is, local radio, and that's where you can find it. But this technology has killed us. As much as I'm a techie, and yeah. you are too, yeah, yeah. it's killed us. It well, killed the industry. You're on a podcast right now, and let's talk about that. You know, if there are kids, uh, uh, young people coming up, there uh, can they can they use this technology to maybe break in uh, to broadcasting in a way that maybe wasn't available before? If they have hunger and if they have talent, yes. Podcasts are the way to go right now. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of avenues on the on the internet to to hone your skills as a, as a podcaster. My my daughter's boyfriend started it. Uh, he just graduated Bryant University, and he started a podcast when he was at Bryant doing just a sports talk show. Yeah, it was it was basically a, a twice a week podcast of to- of talking sports. And if you do a broadcast or do a podcast, reach out to someone who's in the business <laughs> and ask them what they think. Yeah. What can I do right? What can I do wrong? Yeah. Funny you should yeah. say that. I, I I listened to his podcast the other day for the first time. My daughter sent it to me. Savannah sent it to me, and I said, "You know what? His pot, the guy that produces it, that sits like where you're sitting, yeah. Eric, he's yeah. producing. It's got a great microphone." And I said, "Where's Zach's mic?" She goes, "I said, what mic does he use?" Oh, he uses this microphone that's on his laptop. I said, no, he doesn't. He yeah. can't do that. No, not, no, not, no. not if I'm going to be his future father-in-law. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get him a microphone. You're going to yeah. plug it into the USB. Yeah. And you're going to put a headset on. You're going to yep. do it the right way. And that's, you know, that's, and that's what I'm, I think that's what you were saying. Yeah. Send it to one of us, and we'll listen to it. We'll tell you what yeah. to do. And I've asked you a few times, yeah. what do you think of the show? Yeah. And, you and know. I love it. I love it. I love listening uh, to the show. Thank you. Guys, thank you very much. I can't thank you enough. Uh, and hopefully this is the, ver- the first of, uh, of many visits. That's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. All music and sound effects for the podcast come from Wii Video and Speechello, which I use along with Twisted Wave to produce the show. This has been a presentation of the media broadcasting and journalism pathway at West Warwick High School. If you're a student and interested in learning more about radio, TV, and journalism in general, then you can get in touch with me, Mr. White, at ewhite at www-ps.com. More information about the pathway is also below on the YouTube version of this show. You can also listen to the Words with Wizards podcast on Spotify. The pathway and shows like this are not possible without sponsor support. Part of being a sponsor is that you and your business can get exposure on this and other pathway broadcasts. Funding goes toward the purchase of new equipment, student scholarships, and professional development. You can find more information on sponsorships, which are tax-deductible, at the bottom of the YouTube version of this podcast. A big thank you to Local Music Watch New England for their support of the show and Pathway. We'll see you back here soon. Until then, stay safe, stay informed, and stay entrenched behind your mask.